The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. In the United States, it's Independence Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, July 4th, 2022, Monday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. We do well to celebrate our National Independence Day by gathering to celebrate the Eucharist in our parish church or wherever we're spending the glorious 4th. Really, every Eucharist is a celebration of independence. It celebrates God delivering us from slavery to sin and death in the dying and rising of the beloved Son, Jesus Christ. And every Eucharist commits us to establishing the reign of God in our country and in every country, a reign of justice, peace, and freedom. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for the elderly who represent the roots and memory of a people. May their experience and wisdom help young people to look towards the future with hope and responsibility. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Some years ago, I met this man. We started talking. He was a very well-read person, very interesting, and after a few minutes of conversation, he asked me point-blank, how can you dedicate your life to something that is dead? Of course, he was referring to my faith, I'm a priest, and he just could not understand that someone could honestly dedicate his life to being a priest, to something that, according to him, was already gone, had no future. This faith has been proven to not be necessary by science and so many arguments. And this reminded me of today's gospel. This official from the synagogue that comes to Jesus and says, My daughter has just died, but come lay your hand on her and she will live. Jesus goes to this man's house. On the way there, we read that he finds this woman is suffering from hemorrhage and heals her. But when he gets to this man's house, there's tons of people there. 
flute players, large crowd, they're all making a great commotion because the girl has died. He was obviously an important man, and many people were suffering with him. But Jesus walks in and says, Go away. The girl is not dead, but sleeping. And those people ridiculed Jesus. They couldn't understand. This girl is dead. There's nothing that can be done with her. In a way, I think this girl represents the church. It's a church that many times can seem like it is dead, but it's just sleeping. This church that has been persecuted for so long, you can just think of the French Revolution, which tried to get rid of the church and faith and priests. During the Spanish Civil War, where so many priests and nuns and religious and Catholics were killed. The Nazis who persecuted the Jews, of course, but also the Catholic Church, priests. Nietzsche, who said that God was dead, he had killed him. And like that, we can go on and on and on throughout all of history. So many that have tried to destroy the church had even have thought that they have succeeded. What has happened with all these people? They have moved on. They have perished. And where is the church? Is it dead? No. It's still healthy and going. Even though nowadays, people are still trying to attack, persecute the church, to make it disappear. These men and women who believe and follow this man called Jesus. What a nuisance. We can go all the way back to the first months or weeks in the life of the church, as we read in the Acts of the Apostles. The Pharisees, some of them at least, were trying to destroy this newly born church, the sect, as they called it. And they persecuted the apostles. They tried to put them in jail. When all of a sudden this man, this teacher of the law, someone well respected by everyone, this man was called Gamaliel, he addresses the Sanhedrin, and he tells them, Men of Israel, consider carefully what you intend to do to these men. And he brings up a couple of examples of people that have come up before, saying that the Messiah was here, and how the leader has been killed, and the movement disappeared. He names Theodos, he names Judas the Galilean, and then he gives them very good advice. He says, therefore, in the present case, I advise you, leave this man alone, let them go. For if their purpose or activity is of human origin, it will fail. But if it is from God, you will not be able to stop these men. You will only find yourselves fighting against God. Gamaliel, who, probably inspired by the Holy Spirit, said these beautiful words, this prophecy. If it is from human origin, it will disappear. It will fail. But it's been more than 2,000 years. And so many persecutions. And the church is still alive. Why? Because it is from God. Why? Because Jesus is in it. And he is the one that brings it back to life. That gives it life and keeps it going and thriving. 
no matter how many persecutions there are, no matter no matter how weak and unfaithful his servers servants are, us priests, bishops, Catholics, the church keeps going. Jesus keeps pushing it forward, like this young girl who was raised from the dead by Jesus, who was really never dead, according to our Lord, just sleeping. Well, nowadays, we're living in a time of persecution for the church, this cancel culture that's trying to cancel anything that stands in the way of progress, so-called progress. And the church and those who believe in Christ are being persecuted and trying to put in a corner, trying to be silenced. And of course we can't be silent. Of course the church will never be silent. Of course this movement of souls that are following the truth will never be silent and will never be dead. Let us go to Jesus Christ. Like this officer goes to him to tell him, Lord, the church is suffering. Lord, Catholics, Christians are suffering. Men and women of faith are suffering. It's scary to defend our faith nowadays. You can get canceled. And, oh, Jesus, bring it back to life. Lord, through your providence, make things happen. We know that you will. We just hope you can intervene a little bit faster. And maybe through our prayer, maybe through our mortification, our sacrifice, maybe through our insisting to Christ. You will, just like you did with this officer, listen to us, follow us, and bring back with His grace the strength that the church needs, the sanctity amongst bishops, the priests, all of us Catholics, so that we can keep bringing this message of Christ forward and keep it alive. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 14 minutes past the hour. We'll pray the hours next. This is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, July 4th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this liturgical day now as we join in prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And, and my, my mouth will, will proclaim your praise. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is He who set it on the seas, on the waters He made it firm. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? 
Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who is the King of glory, the Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war? Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Bow down down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes, I am a reproach, an object of scorn to my neighbors and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten, like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyr strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Guide me in the way of your truth and teach me, for you are my saving God. From the second book of Samuel, Absalom said to the king, Allow me to go to Hebron and fulfill a vow I made to the Lord. For while living in Geshur and Aram, your servant made this vow. If ever, If ever the Lord brings me back to Jerusalem, I will worship him in Hebron. The king wished him a safe journey, and he went off to Hebron. Then Absalom sent spies throughout the tribes of Israel to say, When you hear the second horn, declare Absalom king in Hebron. Two hundred men had accompanied Absalom from Jerusalem. They had been invited and went in good faith, knowing nothing of the plan. Absalom also sent to Ahithophel the Galenite, David's counselor, an invitation to come from his town, Gilo, for the sacrifices he was about to offer. So the conspiracy gained strength, and the people with Absalom increased in numbers. An informant came to David with the report. The Israelites have transferred their loyalty to Absalom. At this, David said to his servants who were with him in Jerusalem, Up, let us take flight, or none of us will escape from Absalom. Leave quickly, lest he hurry and overtake us. Then visit disaster upon us and put the city to the sword. Zadok, too, with all the Levite bearers of the Ark of the Covenant of God, and Abathar brought the Ark of God to a halt until the soldiers had marched out of the city. Then the king said to Zadok, Take the Ark of God back to the city. If I find favor with the Lord, he will bring me back and permit me to see it and its lodging. But if he should say, I am not pleased with you, I am ready. Let him do to me as he sees fit. The king also said to the priest Zadok, See to it that you and Abathar return to the city in peace, and both your sons with you, your own son Amazes and Abathar's son Jonathan. Remember, I shall be waiting at the fords near the desert until I receive information from you. So Zadok and Abathar took the ark of God back to Jerusalem and remained there. As David went up to the Mount of Olives, he wept without ceasing. His head was covered, and he was walking barefoot. All those who were with him also had their heads covered and were weeping as they went. As David was approaching Beruim, a man named Shemaiah, the son of Gera, those of the same clan as Saul's family, was coming out of the place, cursing as he came. He threw stones at David and all the king's officers, even though all of the soldiers, including the royal guard, were on David's right and on his left. Shemaiah said as he cursed, Away, away, you murderous and wicked man! The Lord has requited you for all the bloodshed in the family of Saul, in whose stead you became king, and the Lord has given over the kingdom to your son Absalom, and now you suffer ruin because you are a murderer. Abishai, son of Zerurai, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over, please, and lop off his head. But the king replied, What business is it of mine or yours, son of Zariah, that he curses? 
Suppose the Lord has told him to curse David. Who then will dare say, Why are you doing this? Then the king said to Abishai, to all his servants, If my own son, who came forth from my loins, is seeking my life, how much more might this Benjaminite do so? Let him alone, and let him curse, for the Lord has told him to. Perhaps the Lord will look on my affliction and make it up to me with benefits for the curses he is uttering this day. David and his men continued on the road, while Shemaiah kept abreast of them on the hillside, all the while cursing and throwing stones and dirt as he went. The Word of the Lord Even my closest friend, who had my trust, He who ate at my table has turned against me. One of you who is eating with me is about to betray me. He who ate at my table has turned against me. A reading from a letter to the Corinthians by St. Clement, Pope. The command has been written, Cling to the saints, for those who cling to them will be sanctified. There is a passage in Scripture as well which states, With the innocent man you will be innocent, and with the chosen you will be chosen also. Likewise, with the perverse you will deal perversely. Devote yourselves, then, to the innocent and the just. They are God's chosen ones. Why are there strife and passion, schisms, and even war among you? Do we not possess the same spirit of grace which was given to us, and the same calling in Christ? Why do we tear apart and divide the body of Christ? Why do we revolt against our own body? Why do we reach such a degree of insanity that we forget that we are members one of another? Do not forget the words of Jesus our Lord. Woe to that man! It would be better for him if he had not been born rather than scandalize one of my chosen ones. Indeed, it would be better for him to have a great millstone round his neck and to be drowned in the sea than that he lead astray one of my chosen ones. Your division has led many astray, has made many doubt, has made many despair, and has brought grief upon us all, and still your rebellion continues. Pick up the letter of blessed Paul the Apostle. What did he write to you at the beginning of his ministry? Even then you had developed factions. So Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, wrote to you concerning himself and Cephas, and Apollos. But that division involved you in less sin because you were supporting apostles of high reputation and a person approved by them. We should put an end to this division immediately. Let us fall down before our Master and implore His mercy with our tears. Then He will be reconciled to us and restore us to the practice of brotherly love that benefits us. For this is the gate of justice that leads to life, as it is written, Open to me the gates of justice. When I have entered there, I shall praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The just shall enter through it. There are many gates which stand open, but the gate of justice is the gateway of Christ. All who enter through this gate are blessed, pursuing their way in holiness and justice, performing all their tasks without discord. A person may be faithful. He may have the power to utter hidden mysteries. He may be discriminating in the evaluation of what is said and pure in his actions. But the greater he seems to be, the more humbly he ought to act, and the more zealous 
he ought to be for the common good rather than his own interest. Though I am not bound to anyone, I became a slave to all. To the weak I became weak. I became all things to all men, that I might at least save some. I was eyes for the blind and feet for the lame. I was a father to the poor. I became all things to all men, that I might at least save some. Let us pray. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy, for on those you have rescued from slavery to sin you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-four minutes before the hour, we'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, July 4th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Independence Day in the United States, and this can be celebrated as an optional memorial, so you might hear some different greetings at Mass today, but in today's Gospel, from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible for Monday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time, the Lord manifests His healing power from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. While He was thus speaking to them, behold, a ruler came in and knelt before him. My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. Jesus rose and followed him with his disciples. And behold, a woman who had suffered from a hemorrhage for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. For she said to herself, If only I touch his garment, I shall be made well. Jesus turned. And seeing her, he said, Take heart, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And instantly the woman was made well. (laughs) Jesus came to the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the crowd making a tumult. Depart, for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But when the crowd had been put outside, He went in and took her by the hand, and the girl arose. The report of this went through all that district. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Everybody is looking for Christ, whether they know it or not. But it's really pretty easy. We can always find Jesus Christ in the church. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Nobody can say that he loves God if he does not choose the way to him, Jesus, laid down by God himself. This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. We act illogically if we claim to be Christ's friends and at the same time spurn his words and his wishes. 
Those crowds of people from many different places all find in Jesus someone who speaks to them with authority, who speaks to them about God. He himself is the divine word made flesh. They come face to face with Jesus the Master, and we in our day attach ourselves to him when we accept the teaching of Christ. He who hears you hears me, and he who rejects you rejects me. Moreover, Jesus is our Redeemer. He is the priest. He fully possesses the one and only priesthood, and he offered himself as the propitiatory victim for sin. So also Christ did not exalt himself to be made a high priest, but was appointed by him who said to him, Thou art my son. We unite ourselves to Jesus, at once priest and victim, who gives honor to God the Father and sanctifies us when we take part in the life of the church. We do so particularly when we partake of her sacraments, which are like divine channels through which grace flows until it reaches our souls. Each time we receive the sacraments, we come into contact with Christ himself, the fountain of all grace. Through the sacraments, the infinite merits that Christ gained for us reach men of all times and are for all the firm hope of eternal life. In the Holy Eucharist that Christ commanded the church to celebrate, we renew his oblation and immolation. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And only the Holy Eucharist guarantees to us the life that he has gained for us. Whoever shall eat of this bread shall live forever, and the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which is the life of the world. The condition for sharing in this sacrifice and banquet stems from another of the sacraments Christ conferred on his church, baptism. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. And if our sins have caused us to be separated from God, the church is also the means by which our condition as living members of the Lord is restored. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Christ laid it down that this strong link with him should be brought about by those visible signs that are the sacramental life of his church. Through the sacraments, we also find Christ. Although there may sometimes be dissensions within the church, it will not be difficult for us to find Christ. Majorities and minorities do not matter much when it is a question of finding Jesus. On Calvary, there stood only his mother with a few women and an adolescent, but there a few yards away was Jesus. In the church, we too know where our Lord is. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, he declared to Peter, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Not even Simon's denials of him were sufficient for him to revoke those powers. Our Lord, once he had risen from the dead, confirmed those powers in a solemn way. Feed my lambs, feed my sheep. The church is where Peter and his successors and the bishops in communion with him are. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, it's time to pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God. 
come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? When When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and and enter enter the the presence of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long, Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters. Your torrents and all your waves swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness. By night I will sing to him. Praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, Where is your God? 
Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of your indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power. As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as we know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm. Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn. Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now. And will be forever. Amen. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The heavens proclaim the glory of God and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent. Rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. 
to enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the sun of truth and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hands. The The vaults of heaven heaven ring with with your praise, O Lord. A reading from the book of Jeremiah. When I found your words, I devoured them. They became my joy and the happiness of my heart, because I bore your name, O Lord God of hosts. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing a new song to the Lord. Give him the praise that is due. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Blessed be the Lord. For he has come to his people and set them free. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free. Let us pray. Our Savior has made us a nation of priests to offer acceptable sacrifice to the Father. Let us call upon him in gratitude. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Christ, eternal priest, you conferred the holy priesthood on your people. Grant that we may offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to the Father. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. In your goodness, pour out on us the fruits of your Spirit. Patience, kindness, and gentleness. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. May we love you and possess you, for you are love. 
and may every action of our lives praise you. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. May we seek those things which are beneficial to our brothers without counting the cost. To help them on the way to salvation. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Let us make our prayers and praise complete. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty Father, you have brought us to the light of a new day. Keep us safe the whole day through from every sinful inclination. May all our thoughts, words, and actions aim at doing what is pleasing in your sight. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Stay safe today. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.